That seems All pretty good. All right. We're in it. We're in it. <laughs> 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 we turned it on. <laughs> it's going again. We're turned on. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shut down this window with you. Everybody's. I see my little We're blips. Still here. We're I still see here. my blips. Okay. Well, I'm happy to be here too. At mm. in a time of ancient gods, the, the Xena, Xena podcast. podcast. Welcome. You've made it. You made it back. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Eh. So, we're here we're here thanks you guys for joining us we're excited to discuss season one episode 14 fistful of dinars <laughs> is that what it's called it a fistful of dinars which sounded familiar i wasn't quite sure yes. what it was playing off of so i googled it Oh. And I believe it's playing off of A Fistful of Dollars, which was a 1967 spaghetti western with Clint Eastwood. And oh. that plot is that Clint Eastwood pits greedy families against each other. Hmm. So not quite. I don't know. Slightly. But I mean, that plot line could fit a variety of Xena episodes. I know. I also didn't watch A Fistful of Dollars. So it's Me hard neither. to know exactly what Clint Eastwood's up to. He's probably... Mm-hmm. Grabbing dollars. He's probably grabbing dollars. (laughs) Left Um, and right. Well, it was directed by Josh Becker, written by R.J. Stewart and Stephen L. Sears, and aired January 29th, 1996. And the IMDb description, would you like to hear it? Yes. Okay. Zena and Gabrielle join two men of doubtful reputation, including Zena's ex-fiance, in order to find the treasure of the Sumerians and prevent the wrong hands from getting the most valuable part of it, ambrosia, food of the gods, which grants immortality. That's all of it right there. There you go. That's the whole episode. (laughs) Yet again, the (laughs) synopsis leaves nothing to the imagination. (laughs) Thanks, IMDb. So it's a pretty typical like, one-off episode, mm-hmm. but also in my IMDb search, mm. it turns out that Jeremy Roberts, you know what? I'm going to say this at the end. Yes? I'm saving this for the end. Ooh, <laughs> a little teaser. <laughs> Something about just, Jeremy Roberts, so you just say. Remind me about Jeremy Roberts when you get to the oh, end. Oh, I will. Okay. I'll remember so. because they, I have family members who I can, it's Jeremy and Robert. And I'll just <laughs> store that away. <laughs> it's like remembering where you parked. It's like yeah. okay, green G7. <laughs> Granny Roberts, <apples. laughs> Jeremy, seven. <laughs> so we start off. There's drums. We're in the forest. There's a man. In, he's in tatters. He's exhausted. Suddenly, he's hit in the face by another guy. With and a log. With a log. And they're fighting over a bag. 
And the guy says, you're a dead man, Lycus. And dead men don't need treasure. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it and turns then, out he stole, is this where we are? He stole the Titan's key. <laughs> well, first, um, Xena taps him on the shoulder and punches oh, yeah. him. And then Lycus is like, oh, yeah, it's the Titan's key. So like, first Xena's there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as the dude escapes, Xena like, yells and jumps and says, give me the pouch. And then they fight. And then he's been following Lycus for years. Three years. Three years. And then Xena kicks him into another guy's knife. And the other guy is... Thersites. Thersites. And then she knows him. He's very sneaky and bad. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing a little leather patchwork skull cap. <laughs> yeah. He's an assassin. He's, assassin. he's got... Yeah, he's kind of like one of those like... Mm, well, just a weird guy. He's a very weird guy. Mm-hmm. But, and we find out that he has two clues to... Mm-hmm. To the Sumerian treasure. (gasps) And then Xena's having this like great time taunting this guy. So she has the pouch with everything Mm -hmm. in it. And in the pouch, she pulls out a coin and says, hardly a clue. It's useless unless you mean this. (gasps) And then pulls out this folded piece of paper and laughs. And she does this hilarious Xena move (laughs) where she's balancing on one leg and like kicking Thersites with the other and then reading the clues and then just like laughing and taunting him. Yes. And then what does she do with the clue, Haley? Well, she stuffs it in her mouth and she eats that whole parchment. (laughs) How does she do it? And then licks her fingers as if it was delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, eating parchment is, I mean, maybe it was paper, but either way, that's an accomplishment. She's so tough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She built out a lot of saliva in her mouth just preparing for that moment. Much, much, (laughs) much. Uh, yeah, he's super pissed off, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he takes off his hat, so we see he has some excellent bleached hair. Yeah, shorn tight. It's perfect for the for the era. Very perfect. Mm-hmm. So, in my minimal research of Thersites, Ooh, which yes. is from Wikipedia, he was a soldier in the Trojan War, and Homer described him as bow legged and lame, oh. and he had pointy and tufted hair. He was vulgar, obscene, and dull-witted. Mm-hmm. That and sounds des- pretty accurate. <laughs> and he was described as the ugliest man who came to Troy. Uh-huh. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'll take Homer's word for it. Sure. So he was one of the guys who was defiling the Amazon uh, warrior Penthesilea's bo- dead body. After she died. What a gross guy. I know. He tore out her eyes and Achilles was so mad he killed him. Good. I know. Like, thanks, Achilles. Just don't do that. And then in uh, Plato refers to him in his writings, Gorgias or Gorgias. Sorry, I don't know how to pronounce that, everyone. And Thersite was an example of a soul cured in the afterlife. And then in Plato's Republic, Thersites chooses to reincarnate as an ape. Hmm. Well, I think that explains a lot. I know. I was like, ooh, <laughs> Haley's going to like this fact, and she's going to be on board with it. <laughs> I'm 100%. I mean, that sounds, he does seem a little bit like an ape turned human. <laughs> and so I'm not surprised Ugh. that he's reincarnated as, as an ape. Uh, chim- face-eating chimpanzee. <laughs> Who rips people's hands off with his hands. <laughs> Eats their faces with his face. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, so gross. Uh, so Xena and Thersites um, make it back to Gabrielle, who was taking care of Lycus, and then Lycus has died in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And so Xena's like, we need to go get this fourth clue from another guy, Petrocles. Yeah. 
So there's four clues in total. So this whole episode, like, it feels like as an audience member, we don't have all the information of what the plan is. Right. And like. We just kind of bumble along with them. Right. Why they want the treasure. Why Xena's there. I guess it's the ambrosia. (laughs) It's really confusing. It's like, how do you, when did you learn all this? Why did you and this guy Lycus learn this? I know. Who's Lycus? Who's Do we like Lycus? (laughs) Ficus? We love us. (laughs) Ficus. Lycus. So Thersides is being like hella rude to Gabby. And then, yeah, everybody finds out he's an assassin. So Lycus was a friend of Xena's. And Mm -hmm. we find out, blah, 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 that Lycus and Xena had learned all about this treasure. Mm -hmm. And then Gabby's or Xena's like, hey, have you heard about the Sumerian treasure? And Gabrielle's like, I've heard all about the Sumerian treasure. (laughs) (laughs) And Xena says only she and Lycus knew that the treasure hid the Titan key. Which and the Titan key is the key to find Ambrosia. See, that's the plot point that I, like, totally skipped over. Yeah, it, it's, it was very quick. <laughs> <laughs> Just in that one conversation. Uh, so, yeah. but ambrosia is the food of the gods, and if you eat it in the mm-hmm. Xenoverse, you become a god. Oh, yeah. Did I you learn little, anything about ambrosia? I learned some fun stuff about ambrosia. So I, I know. Yeah. So, I read an article from the Classical Review, Volume 31, Number 1, from February 1917. Oh. The Food of the Gods by F.A. Wright. And in that, Wright talks about ambrosia commonly being thought of to be a solid. Um, but Wright yeah. argues that it was actually a liquid. Ooh. And it was actually a fragrant, uh, sacred water by how it was described mm. in the Iliad. Mm. And then another article I read called Mana, Nectar, and Ambrosia from Proceedings of the American Philosophical Society, Volume 61, mm-hmm. Number 3, 1992, by oh. Paul Huypt. Huypt. Hoopt uh, says that lots of sources differ on whether it was a liquid or a solid or what exactly okay. ambrosia was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pretty common that nectar was the drink of the gods, ambrosia was food. Uh, but Sappho also suggested that it was a drink. Hmm. And, but Hoopt was arguing that um, it's actually a fragrant fat and it's the smell of the Ooh. sacrifices rising to heaven Ooh. because the gods need the vapors. I know. So it's like really delicious. I know. <laughs> I know. But like, oh, like, oh, that makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense. In that. Yeah, because it also liquefies too. Yeah. When it, it's dripping off of the corpse. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean carcass. I mean carcass. <laughs> but the Greeks and you know a lot of cultures, you'll like sacrifice by like burning your mm-hmm. cow or your chickens or whatever, and then your crops and sending it up to the gods, yes. and the gods feed on that smoke. So in the Odyssey, uh, there's one description of ambrosia being used as a perfume when there's mm. a bunch of guys are hiding underneath these seal hides and it's super stinky. So they rub themselves to um, have oh, a better interesting. smell. Mm-hmm. The ancient Greeks didn't use scents with alcohols, hmm. right? Like, like our modern day perfumes, but they use them with greases and oils, which reminded me of the Outlander book I'm reading. Oh, where Claire yes. mixes camphor with goose grease when Jamie has a cold. Oh. <laughs> like the fix paper rub. <laughs> She's like, oh, get back to bed. You need your camphor and goose grease. (laughs) Thank you. Homer often describes things as ambrosial in place of fragrant. 
Hmm. And people are always rubbing it onto themselves uh, like as a salve. Interesting. And it's often described as being brought to the gods on Olympus by doves, so like through the air. Uh-huh. And it was often used to anoint corpses uh, for a, sort of a cleaning and respect ritual. Mm-hmm. It does sound like an oil of some sort or smoke. Mm-hmm. Smoky like oil, oily it's, yeah, smoke. It's like a smoky oil, corpse drippings, you know. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I was just thinking about, you know, when you have like a vent over your stove. Yeah. Well, I don't know what we were doing the first few years we lived here, but after a while, our vent started like dripping grease. <laughs> we must have been cooking like a lot of really greasy food. <laughs> we That's had to like gnarly. rinse out all of the grease, like. I don't even remember how we did. I must have used like a hot water soapy bucket or something like that to get it out of the like vents. So we were collecting kind of an ambrosia of sorts. But it was being trapped and couldn't make its way to the gods. make it to the gods. Want to hear a really gnarly stove story? Yeah. Maybe we'll edit out. Maybe we won't. Yeah. So when my sister was pregnant Uh (laughs) with my nephew, she was like, oh God, like what's that smell in the kitchen? And then she kept finding like maggots on the stove top. No. So she's like super pregnant and can smell everything and it's really grossed out. And then so finally she was like, I think something died in the like duct up here. So then she like unscrewed it and then it like rained maggots (gasps) down and like a squirrel (gasps) had been caught in there. I would (laughs) scream so loud. She definitely barfed. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't even imagine like. How to shovel up all those maggots. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know what she did. I would just pour she bleach de- she over everything. definitely dealt with it. Yeah, she's a, yeah. she likes things clean. So mm-hmm. she for sure dealt with it, but <laughs> it was yeah. really gnarly. I mean, if I were her, I would have probably... Burned the house down. Yeah. I don't know whether I would have started by pouring bleach directly on the top of the stove. I guess you mm-hmm. have to sweep it off first so you don't end up with some kind of weird bleach fire in your house. Yeah. But yeah. But I love your stories about when you lived in Arizona and you had all those cockroaches. Yeah, just bleach them. You just bleach them. They don't like it. <laughs> but it feels cleaner and it smells cleaner when you just pour bleach. They're like those huge ones that were the flying like four inch ones. Oh, sorry, Peta. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry because they are definitely. They would look at me. I'd come in the bathroom at four in the morning. There'd be one cockroach on the Ugh. shower floor. Because I was working late and I would see it and then just go get that bleach bottle because I was freaked out because it would look at you and see that you were there and try yeah. to get away from you. Which oh, is God. A terrifying. It's really thing scary. To see it's such an a insect. Yeah, it's such a sentient thing. Yeah. Of like, oh, and you it, understand who I am and why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad that I bleached them to death, but then I tried to smash them with the bleach bottle. I did try yeah. to kill them quickly after debilitating them, but. Yeah. <sighs> Those were rough nights. It's really nasty. Then I okay. filled up every hole in the wall mm-hmm. without my landlord's permission. But it's fine. <laughs> Just plaster them closed. I mean, it's they're worth not going to do okay? it. <laughs> yeah. If they're not... Uh, anyway. Well. Anyway. So, but Xena needs to get this ambrosia before the yeah. bad guys do. She does. We don't want... Thrusides to become a god. <laughs> no, we do not want that. No way. So as Zena and Gabrielle are walking, they're talking, and we learn that the treasure is in a volcano. Mm-hmm. Also. 
Yes. Which is about to explode. Mm-hmm. So that's, there's the time element now. Yeah. Now <laughs> they have to get there. And I, you know, this is kind of a, whatever, we're, we're with them. We're going to the volcano. Okay. So what they need to do now is go to Patrocles and Xena hates him. And we're like, why mm-hmm. does she hate him so much? And she's like, because he's we were warlord. engaged. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's also a, a warlord. He's a liar and a warlord and a thief and a manipulator. And he's yeah. ugly and, and we hate him. He's a bad guy that we hate. He's a bad guy. Billy Eilish impression. <laughs> I think we sound pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we cut to, we're in the tent, and mm-hmm. this guy, who we can safely assume is Patrocles. Yeah. Is bullying these villagers. Right. And He's then, got their cows. He's mm-hmm. got their weapons. He's he their wants horses. more to save face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Patrocles has, like, the worst mullet. Oh it's like not my God. even a mullet. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> I put in bold here. I am very distracted by his oily braid sweatband. <laughs> what part of his hair is it? And why is I it just below his hairline? It's just below his hairline. And it was, <laughs> it's not like a, you know, business in the front, party in the back mullet. No. It's like all along the top. Like the top half is short and then it's right. long. It's like an octopus, like the like tender legs floating it's around. It's the worst I've ever seen. And the, the headband was very distracting because it's about like a three quarter inch below his hairline. Ugh. Greasy hair. I didn't realize it was made headband. of hair. I wonder if it's made of like horse hair or it something. It might be made of horse hair. <laughs> I just wish they had placed it at his hairline or it's like a sweatband placement. I wish they'd just given him a better look. He was yeah. not crush worthy. And had zero magnetism. I I agree. I yeah. agree. And he seemed fine. He just, the mullet, hairband, sweatband combination. He seems fine. Distracted but I me just, throughout the entire episode. I like, I just don't believe that Xena, I mean, in her younger years, maybe. But like, Perhaps. Now mm-hmm. she would definitely not fall for this guy. No, I know. Maybe I when know. she was like 17. Gabby, on the other hand, we'll get to. <laughs> oh, God. Um <laughs> So then while he's in there messing with all these villagers, we hear some guys being beat up outside and then Mm -hmm. Xena walks in super tough. Yeah. And then Gabby's like, if you use a cold compress, it won't swell, which is funny. (laughs) (laughs) She sees us all the time and has her lines. Yeah, exactly. She's getting into her role. And Patrocles is super happy and surprised. And then Gabrielle hands him the Sumerian coin Mm -hmm. and says, hi, in like a super teenager shy way. Yeah. She does yeah. that. She does that. You didn't hear her? <laughs> it's like, hi. Hi. Uh, so Zena's all, give the villagers their coat. Oh, so Zena tells them about the treasure and then they mm-hmm. need his clue and she has the other three and they're all going to figure it out. Yeah. And, that, and he's like, okay, whatever. I want, this treasure is way more important than these stupid villagers. Right. And he's excited about the treasure. Yeah. He's ready to <laughs> give up the village, give up the cattle, give up the horses. Okay. And so he heads out with them, leaves all of his men behind. Mm-hmm. They're walking in the woods. And for some reason, Gabrielle and Petricles are like hanging in the back and talking. I know. That seemed totally illogical to me. I mean, I just kept thinking throughout this episode, like reminding myself that Gabby is a teenager still. I think she's like, must be like 17 now. So she's, she's a plucky teenager. She's plucky. And I tried to... Give her the benefit of the doubt the entire time. Yeah, no. yeah, I thought. But yeah, okay, why we'll are, why is she guarding? Why is the seventeen-year-old guarding the <laughs> warlord? I guess is the question here. <laughs> I know, and she's like, I don't know you. I only know what I've been told. 
And then he's playing this, like, not a nice guy card to Gabby. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, falling for it. And then she, like, clearly thinks, like, every bad guy has a heart of gold. Yeah. And then she even touches his arm, which is, like, super inappropriate. She tries to, like, convince him that she's a sweet talker, too. And she's a good match for his wiles. Yeah. They have this, like, sweet talking competition. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I talk my parents into getting me a pony. And Mm -hmm. he's like... I talked, you know, something into something. (laughs) And then she's like, I talked a Cyclops out of his dinner. And I was the dinner. (laughs) And then he's like, I talked Xena into marrying me. Mm -hmm. And then he wins. He wins. But like also who has Xena right now? Gabby. Like Gabby clearly won. Mm -hmm. So Xena's like, Gabby, walk up here with me. (laughs) Yes. Come here, young one. Come here. And then Gabby throws like a an I'm an adult fit. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. And then <laughs> yeah. they get to Thersites and then Thersites is like super mad that Patrickles came. Also, this yeah. whole time, like Xena's facial expressions are so good. Yeah. She's just like observing and kind of mm-hmm. annoyed and just like watching how everyone's interacting with everybody else. Yes. She's brilliant. <laughs> She's brilliant in every episode. <laughs> Every minute of every episode, she's nailing it. I know. She's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Thersites is all pissed off. And mm-hmm. I think Thersites is also great. He's, like, completely mm-hmm. won me over. Oh, yeah. He's super energetic. He's a great character yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Patrickles is super dull. And I feel like his sort of dynamics and, like, chemistry, not so much, like, romantic chemistry with Xena. But they're so funny, the, like, how much she loves yes. tormenting him this whole time. Yes, great. I know. He's a great, like, mini villain. He's perfect. Mm-hmm. So then he tries to argue that since he has more clues that he should get more treasure. And they're all like, ah. so there's a lot of that kind of arguments this right. whole time. Yeah. And then he, they're Scrambling. like, what do you want, assassin? And he, or no, they call him like a murderer or something. And he's oh, yeah. like, I'm an assassin, which is killing for pay. A murderer does it for kicks. And then he threatens to kill Gabrielle and Zeno grabs him by the chin hairs oh, yeah. and tells him to be nice, mm-hmm. which is, I thought that was a great move. Yeah, I know. I liked that. And then. Because they're so short. They're so short by the little short hairs, mm-hmm. which are the short hairs are actually the back of your neck. But it's oh, funny. really? Yes. Tell me yeah. more. Well, when I was like, <laughs> is that grabbing by the short hairs? So I Googled what is grabbed by short hairs. And then I was like, oh, back of your neck. I'm like, OK, cool. Huh. That's interesting. Yes. Some people thought it was like pubic hair, but it's not. It's, it's back not. of your neck. Hey. Nope. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> yeah, the um, back of your neck. So then suddenly out of nowhere in the middle of the woods, <laughs> random forest wanderers come in and they as want. If, but as if Xena wouldn't have heard them. I know. I know. Like a band of like seven random people <laughs> who are like, they're not even seemingly warriors because no. they've hired this assassin to kill Covenus. Someone. Someone who we Someone. don't ever find out who they actually are, but that's fine. Yeah. But they do look kind of scary, that like weird, like white beard and teeth. Oh, yeah. The like main old dude who, mm-hmm. so it turns out this main dude who kind of looks a little like Poseidon and he has these little mm-hmm. like worried chin hair yes. bits that kind of look like yarn. Uh-huh. Um, he had contracted Thersites to kill someone, but then Thersites hadn't done it because he got distracted by this other treasure thing. Mm-hmm. And so then Poseidon-looking dude says, if I can't have the head that I want, I'll take four that I don't. And everyone draws swords, except Gabrielle, who's just swinging her bag. <laughs> <laughs> but then we see that, that... Then, But what does Thersites have that <gasps> no one else has? 
He has a little secret knife in his sleeve. <laughs> right? It's on a, yeah, it's on a little spring. So it's this little like weaponized <laughs> little, spring loaded thing. It seems like a, a dangerous um, mechanism tool to have a little just hair trigger projectile knife. It seems pretty cool though. I mean, maybe he unloads it when he sleeps. Who knows? Who knows? That's a good idea. Yeah, I would. But I, but I feel like this whole skirmish here is just a setup to show us that he has this That's in his true. sleeve. Yes, it is. A hundred percent. There's no other function except for he kills Marlius, which I'm glad to know Marlius is out of the Xenosphere now. Which he one was freaked Marlius? me out. He's oh, a white haired beard the guy. Spindly beard man, mm-hmm. the yawn yeah. beard. <laughs> and I do like when the uh, other warriors say, he killed Marlius, run! <laughs> Those are our favorites. We love villagers. <laughs> we love them. Just give us more. Any kind of... Especially things that are recorded after filming. Oh, yeah. Just toss them in. She's got a sword. Get mm-hmm. her. Get her. Uh, so we also learned that Thersites is Sumerian. Yes. Here. That's right. Yes. So, like, who better to inherit the Sumerian treasure? I know. Besides, I feel like, like, the rest of the Sumerian. But I feel like that, if anything, would entitle him to more of the treasure. Yes. That it's a well, Sumerian treasure. Saying. And you're a Sumerian. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are saying that, and I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> well, I'm agreeing <laughs> with <friends>. you. <laughs> Um, so as they keep going on their quest, we get to this land where these mm-hmm. like skeletons are swinging on these wheels. Desolate smoke, desolate. spiders coming through their skull eyes. The earth has been salted. It mm-hmm. looks a little bit like hell. Um, very apocalyptic. And then yeah. Zena voiceover says that they're in pious territory, which I didn't. I didn't. I mean, Google I looked it, it up. I googled it, and there was nothing. There yeah, was just a bunch of nonsense. Right. Mm-hmm. And. We learned that the Paeans don't take prisoners. They so just we make paella all day long. They just make paella all day. <laughs> well, it takes that long to make, so. <laughs> Any person wandering in there is going to end up in the paella. Okay. <laughs> Rotating around. <laughs> the big pan. Those are just like, those chariot wheels are actually just old paella pans. <laughs> Crispy tops <laughs> rotating around. So we hear drums. There's mist. There's birds in the air. And all of a sudden, we see this, like, guy's legs in, from behind the ferns. And we see his little hands drumming. Oh, yeah. And there's mm-hmm. arrows. And then our little quad group runs up to an old rope bridge yeah. above a cavernous oh. divide. And Petrocles is brave and runs ahead. Mm-hmm. And then we see that there's a river underneath. It's very dangerous. Like, if you fall, you're definitely going to die. Definitely going to die. And then at this point, I just noticed Petrocles's like, weird devil helmet thing that he was oh, wearing. I didn't notice it, was, it at all. It was like, like <laughs> two, it had horns, but it was uh-huh. also kind of like modeled and textured. And Ooh. I like didn't write it down but i feel like there were little like people on it <laughs> i think <laughs> we should like, draw should play pictionary with petrocles with like my memories of things that i was vaguely interested in like pictionary we should definitely costume. be like a pictionary game between <laughs> of just things that we've thought of and imagined during the episodes i've forgotten so much already <laughs> i know but this one it was just like a lot of sort of like non sequiturs and not like it wasn't an uh-huh. easy plot to follow. It was a challenging <laughs> plot, <laughs> but the rope bridge was central, and it it brought back many good memories of rope bridges in the Xenosphere. Oh yes, like once we got to this part, I was like, oh, I remember watching this with Haley. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in there's a rope bridge in this episode, yeah. as there are in other episodes, and they're always dangerous. That's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but so Petrocles makes it to the other side. 
And so we know that it's safe for one person to cross at a time. Mm -hmm. And so then they send Gabrielle over. But then Thersides is like, ah, no me. And he barges past her. (laughs) Which is so perfect for his character. (laughs) I know. I was like, this is believable. (laughs) And Gabrielle's all mad. And then Mm Xena can't do anything. Because if she like jumps or does anything, the whole bridge is going to break. And so she's like helpless and worried on the other side. But like not really helpless. Like she's just, you know, waiting for the opportunity. Yeah. Yelling at Thersides. Yeah. And then, oh no, it cracks. And Uh then. Fall. But luckily the um the Petrocles side is still attached. Mm-hmm. So they fall and crash against the cavernous wall. Mm-hmm. And then Thersites just like climbs, climbs over, over her. Gabby. <laughs> and she's like, Cena, I, I can't hold on. I can't. Cena. <laughs> <laughs> she can't climb a ladder. No, it's just which, too hard. Which was all I'm like, Gabby, you could definitely pull yourself like, up. I was like, Zena has to flip <laughs> backflip across the entire river. To get to that bridge. <laughs> the whole thing. And, you know, that's just what Xena does. It's fine. It's, yeah. She was just like, had a resolved face. Yeah. She sheathes her sword. <laughs> she takes a running spin jump and then makes it across like 100 feet, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. To, to boost. Ex- just to give Yabby yeah, a foot boost. <laughs> and, you know, it's like I probably would just have fallen off of the rope bridge if that were me. But I know. I'm not choosing to be a sidekick to Zena, I haven't been doing it for six months. I know. You think that they would do like cool workouts and training and they stuff. They would, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe. And, and like, like, I guess, I guess that's the point. Like, we find out later that like she doesn't want to train her for a warrior that's life. That's true. You mm-hmm. know, she wants to be a yes, bard. This is part so. of the big plan. That <laughs> that's why Gabby can't climb the rope ladder because she's a bard. Because she's a bard. <laughs> she's never gonna do it. So then Petrocles reaches down and helps her up, and mm-hmm. I really loved. Gabrielle like beating up and hitting Thersites yes. and calling him a stinking smelly scumbag. That was so <laughs> funny. Like all of her little slurs against him were so yeah, good. It was great. He's just like, what? <laughs> what do you yeah. expect? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then it's nighttime. We're in the mm-hmm. woods. Gabby's like making a fire with two rocks, which I was like, oh, great skill. Yeah. I want to learn how to do that with like two she, random rocks. I yeah. Crack, 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 crack. And then she tells Xena that she's scared of Thersites. And Xena's mm-hmm. like, well, we know what he's thinking. He's not yeah. as scary. Petrocles mm-hmm. is way scarier. He manipulates yeah. people. And Gabrielle's just like sitting there stressed out and sitting with the fire. And Xena goes yeah. over to Thersites and says, I won't forget what you did. And Thersites says, she's worthless. She hasn't got any clues. <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Like being in a world where your value is only based on whether or not you have clues. It's like it's so funny. He just reminds me of someone like, like I know. A, who is it? It's like an Animaniacs character or oh. something like that. Like like just an evil, like but slightly inept evil. She person. hasn't got any clues. Yeah, no, he was perfect. This guy is just like really, really nailed this. Yeah. So Xena threatens him and then almost breaks his hand while she's doing it. Mm-hmm. But just I don't understand guys. why she would let him on to the fact that she doesn't care about the treasure. Like that is such a weird oversight on Xena's part that I do not believe she would do. Yeah. I mean, it may come down with this to this not being like our 100% favorite yes. episode. I don't know why she did that either. <laughs> I can't me. tell you. I have no idea. <laughs> But And then he talks about gold lust and how she doesn't have the fire in her Mm -hmm. eyes and the hunger. And he's like, I wonder what you do want. And she's like, well, you just have to keep wondering. It's like, he is a freaking assassin. Yeah. He's going to figure things out, Xena. 
I mean... God. <laughs> yeah, especially if she doesn't want him to know about the ambrosia. But then at yeah. the end, he does know about the ambrosia. Well, we're not, we're not quite there Okay, yet. we won't get there. Ever. So then, we're never going to get there. We're just going to keep talking about Thersites <laughs> and how funny he is. <laughs> so... <laughs> then Gabrielle sneaks up on Petrocles while he's like hacking away at things. Mm-hmm. And she says, I found some sticks by the campsite. And it's like, okay, Gabby, like, what do you, why are you here with these I know. sticks? And that's what she says too, is like, why are you bringing the sticks here? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I sure. I get it. You're Someone's here. Someone's got a little crush on me. But what kind yeah. of makes sense would be if Gabrielle would be like obsessed with having Xena's past like so close and so tangible mm-hmm. yeah. and being like so interested in this like right. total secret that Gabrielle or that Xena never yeah. shared with and her. Yeah, Xena's not telling her what she wants to know. Yeah. And she really does That I can. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. But yeah. I don't understand the like continuous touching of his arm. And the disobedience, the sheer disobedience. <laughs> the disrespect, the insolence, <laughs> insubordination. <laughs> I mean, the chain of command is just out the window. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> so uh, they're sort of talking about their past relationship. And Petrocles mm-hmm. is like, well, we confused possession and passion. Mm-hmm. And then, which I, I really liked this little conversation yes. about how he conquered Xena. Mm-hmm. But then he didn't want her, which is yeah. like, super painful. Yeah. And then um, he lost interest in any spoils after the war. And Gabrielle says, that must have been an empty experience, which is really lovely. Yeah. And insightful. I know. She's such like a therapist. I know. I was like, oh, Gabby. Thank you. Um, so, and then he calls her beautiful and mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. And then. You're very smart, Gabrielle. Very perceptive. Very beautiful. And then. He kisses her. <laughs> um, so Gabby, <laughs> don't. And like. Like, don't. Like, mess around with your best friend's ex. Like, that's yeah. super gross. Or a manipulative uh, warlord. Yeah. Or an like older also, man yeah. when you're a teenager. And also, like, older man, don't do this with this young lady. Exactly. Like, none of this is good. Why are you in this situation? Why are old you doing man, this to this person? Yeah. Like, this is Gabby we're talking about. Okay, Petroclis? <laughs> this is Gabby. We have to She's keep her safe. She's a special best friend of Xena. <laughs> I know. Best friend, lover. I think at mm-hmm. this point, still best friend. Yes. And yeah. Because she's still young, too. She's still a little young. Like, no mm-hmm. one should be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Gabrielle gets flustered and runs back to Xena, who's sharpening her sword. And mm-hmm. Xena just, like, is smoldering and hating yeah. it. Because it's very clear something happened. Because yeah. Gabby's bangs are all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Disheveled bangs. And then Petrocles comes back with the wood, like, super calm. And just, right. like, mm-hmm. puts them down next to her. So when everyone's sleeping, Xena sneaks up to Petrocles and threatens to tap him on the neck and tells mm-hmm. him not to seduce Gabby. And he's like, I th- you're doing all the tricks that you used on me on her. You don't think I can't see it? And he's like, if I didn't know better, I'd say you're jealous. And he's like, I'm not the same person. Yeah. Ugh. And it's Ugh. Like, I know. Well, obviously, it's not that important right now because whatever person you are, you're not showing yourself to be admirable no and then he's like do you remember our wedding bracelets and she says yes i threw mine in the fire like i do all my garbage and he's like i traded mine for weapons and then it's like yeah obviously you just want treasure <laughs> duh yeah and then thersides heard all of it i know he was listening so but what like, advantage does it give him um i know i couldn't quite tell but also xena like why are you having this conversation so loudly <laughs> In the camp. I mean, these characters are being incredibly irresponsible. It's really, uh, it's absurd. Every person is <laughs> is just not meeting my expectations. No, no. 
Except when Xena, like, saves she's, the day as always. Yeah, when she's the, at her peak course. when she's tormenting Thersites in this episode. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. so funny. Okay, so then we get to a temple the next day. Yeah. Which is, which I was initially like, wait, which temple is this? Are we here? Is the treasure in here? But it's not. It's just a different temple where they need it's, the jewel. So it's the temple of Demeter and they mm-hmm. have to get the, the jewel. Mm-hmm. So Gabrielle and Thersites are going to go talk their way in. While Patrocles and Xena make a distraction outside. Okay. So Gabrielle has this great chatty food moment. They're dressed like pilgrims yes, coming to like wandering to offer homages. <laughs> and then she says, We're here from your sister temple in Nonamia. <laughs> <laughs> Super goofy. I love when she like, I don't know, subjugates, is that the word? I don't know. When she like offers herself to she yes. pretends she's like there on a pilgrimage mm-hmm. and she's like hailing whatever she's so funny yeah she's come to honor the goddess and offer the sumerian coin up to yes. the priest priest says ah true believers yes he wants that coin <laughs> he wants the money so they go inside they have some wine gabrielle pretends to pray and it's pretty funny and then we <laughs> see the jewel is actually a ruby and the crown of a very pretty demeter statue and yes. that was a very nice accurate demeter statue oh too. really i liked yes. it a lot it was lovely she mm-hmm. looked very she's painted she was painted it was very like on brand for mm-hmm. the whatever ancient greek timeline we're in mm-hmm. she has her like sheafs of corn that she's yes. holding it was mm-hmm. very I felt like we were celebrating the harvest. Yeah. And I'll so, tell you, I had the subtitles on and uh, the subtitles say that they grumble and hum while they're worshiping Demeter. <laughs> they do. She, they definitely, it's a grumble and hum <laughs> moment. Um, so Xena and Petroclea start throwing spears, total distraction to these four Uh-oh. guards. Mm-hmm. Thersites jumps on the table and nabs the jewel, but the statue tumbles and breaks and the priests realize that they're there to trick them, and they nab them and threaten mm-hmm. to rip their eyes and limbs off, which was pretty intense. Yikes, that's like something my son would say. <laughs> Take your eyes out. <laughs> Cut your arm off. You're like, oh, all right, hon. Great, Can we use thanks. nicer words? <laughs> what about, let's, I'll make you nice. Make magic, make you nice. <laughs> surprised that Gabby didn't even try to catch the Demeter statue. The head? Uh, yeah. You think she'd have a little more respect for a goddess. For the goddess. <laughs> and Demeter, I, you know, it's funny that Demeter doesn't, like, come into the... I guess there aren't a lot of gods for a while. I was thinking the same thing. I was yeah. like, Demeter would not be happy about this She would this be pretty mad. She would be they very They stole pissed. from her temple yeah. and smashed her special statue. Yeah. She would... It's a, another point against the plot. Yeah, here. we're gonna. I mean, we'll we'll make a, a holistic assessment. <laughs> we're end. here. We're we love enjoying the ride. I but yes. we want to see more Demeter right now. Still, my favorite show. Mm-hmm. But I would but like more. Demeter? I would like more Demeter. We want where's the gods Demeter? here. We want Demeter. Give us. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so Zena and Petrocles beat everyone up, and then everybody escapes, and then. We like run away and they're mm-hmm. arguing about who gets to carry the ruby and suddenly there's an earthquake. Oh my gosh. And a rumbling volcano. And Mount and Pulis is about to blow. It's gonna blow. And so then they run into the woods and come upon the three heads, giant stone heads, which yes. look kind of like Easter Island mm-hmm. structures. They're in the jungle. And so now it's time for everyone to give up their clues because yes. apparently we're someplace we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So Thersiades clue is the teacher student. Petrocles' clue is is not correct. 
Mm-hmm. And Zena's clue is neither east nor west. But these clues only work in English. They do. They <laughs> only work. They only work in English. It says if they're being translated, right? Because yeah. should I shall I translate it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because is it Zena who figures it out? Yeah, Zena's like, which surprises me that Gabrielle wouldn't have figured it's this true. one out. This would be her place for her skills to shine. Yes. <laughs> She's still learning. So the answer is the teacher-student is the pupil. Yes. The this, this teacher-student is not wrong. So yes. it's not incorrect. It's not wrong. So that's the right pupil. Yes. It's a so double it's- negative, Zena screams. <laughs> <laughs> Because that doesn't matter at all. (laughs) It's, uh, (laughs) there's no significance to the fact that it's a double negative. (laughs) So, but it's East Snow West. A little grammar lesson for (laughs) 13-year-olds watching the show. (laughs) So, it's neither East nor West, so it's the middle one? Okay. So it could be south or Yeah, it's north. the middle one. Okay, it's the middle one. And now one. we wait till sunrise. Yeah. So they, they put the ruby in the eye yes. of the center yes, of the... Yes, that's right. The, the right, right pupil. Pull the in center. In the center head. Head. And they're waiting till the morning. And Gabrielle's mm-hmm. like, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good moment. Yeah, she's, she's a lot of like those funny, like walking mm-hmm. to another scene lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Transition lines. Yeah. So the ruby at morning, at morning sun, rosy fingered oh. dawn, the ruby laser leads the way to a mountainside and they're mm. all running. And then Thersides gets all mad that there's a stone covering the entrance to this yes. mountain cavern. He starts throwing a fit and Zena's like, let's just move the stone. Yeah. Why are you freaking out? He's like, it's just a rock. Oh, I wanted treasure. <laughs> I know. I'm like, are you two? What's happening? So then they climb into the cave, and there's nothing there. Oh, my gosh. But then an earthquake shifts the rock some more, and the laser points to a little statue with a metal ring. And they run up to it, which, again, I'm like, Xena would not run up yes. to this. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't. It's, She'd be cautious. She'd be a little more cautious. Mm-hmm. Than you, like, you can see on the floor, like, the pattern yes. of it being a trap floor. <laughs> But Zena says, whatever you do, don't pull the ring. And Petricles says, don't what? And Zena says, pull the ring. And he goes, okay. okay pull and pulls it. the ring. And then they all like are falling forever. Yes. And then but they fall at, directly into. Well, we see when Zena lights her fire rocks again. Or not Zena, <laughs> Gabrielle lights her fire rocks again. Yes. That they f- are in the treasure, which was very like Aladdin, Scrooge McDuck. Yes. But it seems. I do love. Falling into treasure. Yeah, I do too. But it felt a little absurd that that was the way to get in there. Yes, that that pulling the ring was the thing to do, right? Yeah. Because it got them in. It got them in there. And so, but Zena's <laughs> always right. But maybe she was not wrong. I know, it's a double negative! <laughs> <laughs> She's right, okay, cool. <laughs> Now I get it. Yeah. So Zena's looking for the Titan key while Thersides yes, is like, I'm okay. going to be rich. I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. And he's like dressing himself up and all this stuff. And then Thersides finds it. And it's like a giant, it's like a key to the city size key. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's giant. It's a symbolic key, but I guess yeah. if it's a Titan's key, then it's gotta be it, big. Oh, it would have to be big. Mm-hmm. I'm putting those two together right now. Now we I didn't go. Quite get that. <laughs> so he's like, "What's this?" And we remember that he's Sumerian, so he can read yes. Sumerian. Oh. And so he's like, "The Titan's key." I get it. And now he knows Ambrosia's near. Uh oh. So he knocks out all the lights and disappears. Mm-hmm. And then when they come on. Petrocles is like, you have trust issues to Xena. He's like, why didn't you tell me there's ambrosia? And she was like, well, I trust you to like be shitty and steal the ambrosia. So why would yeah. I tell you? Fewer and people then, who know that, the better anyway. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, that rat bastard better not have hurt Gabrielle. And I just realized Gabrielle's missing. <laughs> I know, me too. I was like, oh, oh, where's, where is Gabby? Like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> oh, I would hate it. I would hate, oh God, I would hate it if he hurt Gabby. I'm just <laughs> so funny. I know, we too. We love Gabrielle. But I didn't so. even realize like why, I actually wrote down like, why did he take Gabby? Because I didn't realize she was like a valuable hostage for a while. Like, it's <laughs> like, why just leave her behind? Oh, I think she's a valuable, he's realizing she's a host- valuable hostage to Xena and Petrocles. And Petrocles. That makes that's sense. That's why it and was valuable that he listened mm-hmm. and heard that. Okay. <sighs> so Xena doesn't believe that Petrocles cares. And Petrocles is like, I don't want to be a god. And then she's like, okay, whatever. But there's a back door. And he's like, why didn't we do that in the first place? And she's like, because we have to go dangerous. through. It's super dangerous. In the Hall of Silence. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that moan coming from your closet. Oh, oh no, there's no one in there. Meow. <laughs> and she's like, you have to strap anything that makes noise to your body. Like this could have been a, a little cooler scene, I think. Even if like yes. this was the main oh, part yeah. of it. You're right. Yeah. Now that I'm imagining it, it could yeah. have been way cool. Like them crawling through. Yeah. like. Like, the Hall of Silence, like, that would have been a great episode mm-hmm. of them, like, making sure they don't make any noise and having yeah. to, like, deal and, like, with all this stuff. Yeah, and, like, scary things coming out when they, when, like, a little chink happens. Yeah. Just, like, that movie, what is it, Don't Make a Noise, the John Krasinski one, the, oh, God, what's that movie called? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to look it up right now. Look it up. Look um, it up. Silent movie. Yes. I, w- I haven't uh, seen it yet, but I want to see it. Um, it was terrible no not silent movie john john krasinski a quiet place a quiet place it reminds me a little bit of the movie a quiet place Uh which has a super bummer ending but is super great concept okay yeah like i love the idea of not making a noise Mm -hmm. like if you make any sound then everything comes to kill you so cool so (laughs) spoiler everyone dies in the end yeah (laughs) Spoiler alert, John Krasinski probably watched this episode of Xena and was like, I've got an idea. (laughs) Hall of Silence. I'll call it a quiet place. (laughs) Um, So then, and Xena's like, run if you make a sound. Yeah. So Uh, then. So they go in there and Petrocase starts talking immediately. Yeah, they're so loud. They're clinking along. It's like making all these loud steps. And I'm like, you're a an accomplished warrior yeah you guys know where to put your feet you mm-hmm. look where you step and you're yeah. light-footed this is and unbelievable. you know how to sneak around they didn't secure yeah. anything their uh, armor's clattering back and forth and <sighs> then he steps on a skull and then 
hell rains down, like all the stalactites and everything start falling. So they're running, 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 running. But then we see where Thersides is and he's mm-hmm. outside. He somehow. somehow made it outside <laughs> and he knows so, where to go. And yeah, I don't know if the key got them outside. I mean, it's like, a good why? question because then they need to get back inside to get into the ambrosia chamber. Yeah. Maybe so, it's like a little like enclave in the center of the volcano where the ambrosia chamber is. Maybe. And like they're inside but outside, like in a little, what do you call those like patio gardens in houses? Oh, and like an aviary mm-hmm. or something. Well, like not a, an aviary, but like like an aviary atrium. <laughs> atrium that's what I'm thinking. Thanks. It's full of birds. <laughs> it's just like a net full of birds. <laughs> it's my nightmare. The the Academy of Sciences, you know that like butterfly yes. dome thing. Yeah, I had a panic attack in there oh once because it was it's so, so horrifying hot in there. It's so hot. Every time we go in, I regret it. And you can't get out. It's (laughs) nauseating. And then all these, like, butterflies land on you. It's so horrifying. (laughs) And it gets hotter and hotter as you go up in the spiral. I hate it. I hate it. It's just Uh, like that. That's where they are. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically in the California Academy of Sciences in that jungle dome. Rainforest dome. Oh, God. So Thersides has her by the arm. They're walking through this field. Gabrielle's like, I'll build you a temple with my share of the treasure. And he's like, you're not getting any treasure. Yeah. Captive. (laughs) And then Thersides' first god act is to bring a plague. (laughs) That's what he wants to do first. Yeah, he's like, everyone everyone who's mean to me is going to die. And then he scary laughs. It seems like a funny way to start since you're an assassin. Like... I thought assassins wouldn't care that much about who was mean to them. Well, he's not a very good assassin, seemingly. He just wants treasure. He just, he just wants, wants money. Treasure. Just but have all the he... rich people go. I mean, if that's really what you're going for, Thucydides. Yeah. And then take all their money. Let's get into it. Into it. Okay. So then, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so he, when he was there walking along and he laughs and he sounds... Just like a Wheeler from Return to Oz and also a little, like, crusty from The Simpsons. <laughs> Did you notice his laugh? I didn't notice at all. <laughs> Can you do an impression? <laughs> um, oh, God. I can't. I can't imagine what crusty sounds like. It's like, huh? No. It's all- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. No, oh, I can't do it. It's really, it was what scary, What does a Wheeler though. sound like? Um... Like crusty, <laughs> no. it's like kind of like a like a sort of like a yuck. No, like like a deep throated like. You tell me, and I'll I'll do that. <laughs> this isn't good radio. I'm sorry. Okay, so then um, they're walking next to the temple, mm-hmm. or they're walking to the next temple. They're going to the next. They're temple. gonna try to get into a temple, to another temple, so and then temple to another three. Temple. Four, seven, two, seven. Eight? So, Zena and Patrocles, yeah, again, they're, they're not still walking. They've stepped on the skull. Walking. Oh, so they, yeah, they're running. They and they run through this beaded curtain, yeah, which is definitely plastic. Beaded curtain, yeah. It's got plastic, purple, reds. Mm-hmm. It's like Pinks. a very kind of purpley reddish 
lit it's, it's nice room. And mm-hmm. they get there at the exact same time that Thersides and Gabrielle get there. Yes. Great timing, Zena. Mm-hmm. So the ambrosia is in this, like, beautiful hanging basket yes. net thing mm-hmm. over this, like, Seem cool like steaming vapors and mm-hmm. steam, and it's super magical and great. And this yeah. is definitely formed my idea of what ambrosia yes, looks like. I know. I was yeah. like, that looks just like ambrosia, probably because <laughs> I saw it <laughs> I 20 years ago. And it's like the ambrosia <laughs> itself is this like beautiful pink. It's kind of the same color of in Ghostbusters, the like plasma mm-hmm. ooze pink yeah. stuff. It reminded me a little bit of like Luden's cough drops or like. Oh, yeah. Kind of like. Slightly more magical red jello. Yeah, it's like a, a marzipan like. like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's definitely not liquid, but right. it has like a little wiggle to it. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's like shaped in these like beautiful sort of dome. Yeah. It's, kind, it's a lot like a jello mold. Very but it much looks like one. More saturated and like it yeah. has kind of like, I imagined it tasted a little bit like sour candy like super Ooh, yeah. sour candy mm, yeah like sour patch kids mm-hmm. <laughs> like sour patch kids yeah and it's also it's in this sort of like flowering like lotus mm-hmm. shape it's very yeah. beautiful so xena and petrocles are on opposite sides and they start like walking closer to their societies well he has his knife to gabrielle's neck oh and he's like their says to petrocles you want to be a nice guy or you want to be a god and Petrocles <laughs> is like, you and me, Thersites, gods. And then Xena's like, I knew it. You yeah. bad all along, blah, 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 blah. And then as he steps closer to Thersites, Petrocles uh, grabs him so that Gabrielle can escape. But then oh Thersites God. stabs him in the gut. No. And then Xena and Thersites. knife? Oh, no. That's how no, it's coming to play yet. Yeah, not yet. Just like blah, blah, blah. And then Xena and Thersites have a sword fight. And then... Get while Gabrielle's tending to Petrocles, and then Xena's just keeping him from the ambrosia, and they fight on the stairs, and they fight everywhere, and they're rolling around, and fight, 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 and he's a pretty good swordsman. Yeah. They do, they're fighting in an exemplary fashion. Yes. So, he thinks he's stronger than her. They get into this, like, kind of battle of mm-hmm. might with the swords. Yeah. Like, near each other's necks. But when... The sword, like at some point, they're like swords are kind of locked and it's pretty intense. But yeah. then Zena moves her arm and triggers, oh, moves his arm and triggers his own hidden knife so he yes. kills himself. It seems like that would be pretty hard to do. But I guess you just have to like. Um, I think if you <laughs> your, like your sword out, if you like overpower him enough, I'm like mm-hmm. practicing on myself right now. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> How would I face it? You yeah. Get your elbow straight forward. Yeah, yeah, like if you like sword hard enough to like press his hand backwards and mm-hmm. you can trigger. It's definitely doable. Totally believable. Definitely doable. Did it. Did He's it. Dead. Done. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so Petroclus is dying and um, he apologizes to Xena for hurting her and she's like, it doesn't matter anymore. And then he hands her a little bag and tells her he was a fool not to appreciate her. Oh. And he dies. And when Xena opens the bag... It's his wedding bracelet. It was the wedding bracelet. And Ooh, I was like, oh, oh no, romantic. Sad. Ooh, super sad. And it was a really pretty bracelet, too. I know, it was really pretty. And I looked mm. up wedding bracelets, but I don't think they did them in ancient Greece. Mm. But I still loved the symbolism of it. And I know. The beautiful bracelet. It was super sweet. Mm-hmm. And then 
she apologizes for downing him. And then Gabrielle's pretty sad too. Yeah. And then cut to Gabrielle and Zena at the top of a very creepy bog. (laughs) 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 And they're going to return the ambrosia to the gods. And so Zena throws it into this like lava of the volcano. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I was wrong about Patrick. Lower me into the. (laughs) Where do you go? (laughs) Lower me into the steel. (laughs) Was that like in Terminator? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you've been Terminator right now. Cool. (laughs) Mm. Ambrosia's like hasta la vista. <laughs> Too silly. It's just like um, that. So then roll credits mm-hmm. and then the little um no such and such was harmed is no ambrosia was spilled, spoiled, or in any oh, way good. harmed during the production of this motion picture. Parentheses, thanks to the indefinite shelf life of marshmallows. Ooh, did they use I know. marshmallows? I guess they use marshmallows. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, I guess it would last because it wouldn't melt, right? If but it would probably burst it. into flame and then like turn into those weird Oh, those are so fun. Endlessly bubbling. Oops, sorry. Oh, my God. Marshmallow. I love doing that with marshmallows. We would do that at my dad's house all the time. I remember (laughs) sitting out on the patio at your dad's apartment just burning marshmallows in the barbecue. (laughs) I don't think we were even barbecuing anything else. We were watching Pete and Pete and then, like, went outside. And then did that and, like, threw it in the, like, complex pool (laughs) in Millbrae. (laughs) So, or like one bad kid thing. <laughs> Too fun. Bad kids, so fun. Yeah. Um, but I forgot oh, wait, that I... But similarly, we, that's just, you know, mirroring what Zena and Gabrielle were doing here. It's just, it's as if we were like channeling their spirits <laughs> to destroy the marshmallows. <laughs> to destroy, to send it back to the, to the gods. gods. We're sending it back to Demeter as an homage to What if, um, you know what, ambrosia is like some kind of... 50s recipe too isn't it it's ambrosia salad yeah so it yeah. Like looks pretty much just i think that's where it, ambrosia salad is like a jello and then you put like fruit yes. and weird stuff in it, it does actually sound pretty good it's i'm not mad mm-hmm. i wouldn't mind to like and it has marshmallows in it there you go mm-hmm. little marshmallows i forgot that i researched sumerians and ancient sumer <laughs> should i do that now <laughs> yes yeah, all right well uh first things first ancient sumer is very old You probably learned about it in like freshman year of high school and sometime in elementary school too. Is that where Enkidu came from? Um, (laughs) Like Gilgamesh and Enkidu? Gilgamesh is like an adjacent place, I think. I mean, from an adjacent place. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Well, Gilgamesh was like, so it is one of the like old Mesopotamian Mm -hmm. societies. Oh, yeah. And the 13th king of the first dynasty of Kish, which is Sumerian, appears in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Okay. So So she's not wrong, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) So the Epic of Gilgamesh, as far as I know, is from like that area, but it may not be Sumerian. Okay, cool. But correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) But it's super old, so it's like they literally invented a lot of things, which I don't know, like, the full global history, so I don't know if they invented other places, yeah. too. But they invented the wheel, or at least the wheeled Ew. vehicle, around 3500 BC. And they, I guess, like, the early Sumerian city-states arose somewhere between, like, 6500 BC and 4100 BC, I think. 
and they were kind oh. of early agricultural and urban settlements in Mesopotamia. And basically, it was like, you know, these early hierarchical societies, agriculture mm-hmm. made it possible to have different labor groups. And also with that, like the development of symbols and symbolic technology, like writing. So this is mm-hmm. like one of the first places that bureaucratic and other writing forms, as well as like math starts to develop for trade and state bureaucracy and stuff like that too. And yeah, astronomy, number systems, intensive irrigation. One of the biggest cities had somewhere between like 25,000 to 80,000 people at its height. And yeah, it had first histories in like 2700 BC. And so if we're talking about like the Sumerian treasure, that's probably coming from around that period as well, around the period of the first dynasty of Ur, which is like the 26th century BC. And the funerary goods of that dynasty were especially lavish with like golden helmets and daggers and some of the oldest instruments in human history were found there. It's like an ancient golden lyre and jewelry. Lapis lazuli. Lapis lazuli. Precious stones decorated the sculptures. And this is also where you see those like cylinder seals, which you've probably seen in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like these cylinder so seals cool. that kind of have writing on them. And I those don't are know so what they, satisfying. The totality of what they do, but they're so satisfying. Yeah. You see them in like ancient history museums. There's in the rare books collection at the Philadelphia Library, like yes. on the, like the fourth floor. They don't have cylinder seals, but they have these like beautiful like cuneiform mm-hmm. contracts. Yes. So you would like have oh. the one tablet which has a contract and then you would have that inside of a larger clay oh, tablet yes. box uh-huh. with the contract on that too. So yes. you have a double copy. Those are the oh coolest God, things. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just so amazing. It's so awesome. And I, I love that kind those of stuff. Those things are coming from like this period in this area. So, so it's pretty awesome. cool. And the other thing I found was like ziggurats which Ooh, i feel like I i've ziggurats. heard of those and i forgot ziggurats about the them best. These, like yeah. super never cool forget the ziggurat giant like buildings they're kind of like step pyramids mm-hmm. or like just super big like rectangular or oval like i guess step pyramids with various yeah, levels yeah yeah it's just like rather than being like a smooth sided pyramid mm-hmm. it's just like layers of slabs yes, that are just exactly yeah, and they're Giant, super though. cool. And um, a lot of them are made of bricks and the earliest date from the 6th millennium BC. So I guess pretty darn early. Wow. 6,000 BC. That's so crazy. And Can you imagine just being like in the first like society yeah. like that? Yeah, it must like have been would, very weird. It would have been so wild to just be like, oh, so-and-so like invented this. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I guess we kind of have that with, Technology. I mean, any technology yes. is sort of like that, but to have everything be so new. Right. Or so even cool. to like live on the edges of that and like yeah. be in like a more nomadic society and then come to what was the first city, the Uruk, which was oh, yeah. one of the major Sumerian cities and like come to the outskirts of Uruk and see a ziggurat and like the farms and, you know, yeah. the kind of coordinated activity that would be happening in the city. I mean, just to see like a building for mm-hmm. the first time would yeah. be nuts. It'd be nuts, okay? It'd be totally <laughs> crazy. So cool. But I could go back in time. I think if I could go back in time and like not be in any way like 
persecuted for like whoever I am. It would be mm-hmm. cool to go back in time. <laughs> yeah. If I could go back in time and not get super sick or like killed or yeah. like, physically endangered. Yes. It'd be cool to like just visit. Just, just, just little check visit. it out. Little visit. It's like when I was like 12 or something and I thought it would be romantic to scrub out the fireplace with like <laughs> a sponge. I quickly realized it was a futile <laughs> exercise. It was not fun. It just spreads soot all over the fireplace. <laughs> like, this is not romantic. Yeah. This is actually quite a... Yeah, you need to use but lye you know for that and your bare hands and have your hand fat turn to soap as you do it. <laughs> I should have done it that way. I just should have done it that way. It's like in 1900s house when they hire a mm. maid and like every single maid quits. They're like, oh, it's not, you cannot pay me enough to do this job. No, that's isn't that's it insane. It but it is fun is to see people try it. Yeah. It's fun to see me latter day people say, oh, I'll try that. And then go, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just steal some shampoo and pretend <laughs> like I didn't. Aw. Maybe not steal good. it, but buy it in secret and not tell the yeah. show producers. What Do you have more Sumeria info uh, for that's us? That's all I have on Sumeria. There's probably an amazing amount of material, but I figured no, that's it. a quick summary that's is... The only <laughs> No, like first obviously there's more information histories. on there. First <laughs> stories pre-flood, I think some of it. I don't know. Maybe all of it's post-flood. But so cool. Pretty freaking amazing. Well, thank um, you for so, sharing. I mean, this episode was I mean, it was a fun jaunt. Yeah. There it gave me enough action. It gave me the intrigues I wanted. It gave me the fun villain that I wanted. Mm-hmm. It gave me the ambrosia that I wanted, for yeah, sure. It gave, yeah, it definitely gave me some, like, mystical, magical, ancient stories. Mm-hmm. But I, I wanted... I wish they had gone to a ziggurat. Yeah. I wish they had gone to a ziggurat. But I also liked the jungle fighting and the random, like... The random villagers. The random villagers I, I liked. I'm surprised about passing through that dangerous paella country <laughs> it was surprising because it was definitely a you know a digital after effect that they yes. added in there of, yeah i don't know it was fine what's your favorite gabby moment oh my favorite gabby moment i'm probably gonna steal yours i like the no namia moment quite oh, a that bit was your favorite mm-hmm. okay th- that was really good my favorite mm-hmm. actually was when she came off the bridge and was just like beating oh, yeah. that was a good one too <laughs> like that was she acted the hell out of that. Yes, she really did. That was so great, and it was a perfect. It was one of the more lively Gabby moments in the episode. Yeah, she uh, she was funny. She was mm-hmm. very feisty. Yeah, and I think like Nonamia was probably where I laughed out loud because I loved it. Yeah. Yes, and then I wrote. Oh, I'm like, what did I what write did down write? here? Oh, I was like, I couldn't quite catch the like message of the episode or like. Yeah, what, I think there know, was not much of, like, a central theme, but let me think about it. I might have just which been, is funny, like, tired this week. Like, yeah, but also, like, the previous episode was all, you know, was the clip episode mm-hmm. of Gabrielle being, like, story, 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 mm-hmm. everything has to have a reason. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, then what's what our, is what are we learning here? The reason. I guess they were <laughs> wrong about Petrocles. Oh, I guess, yeah, you should let, let people You should reform. let other people... Yeah, you have to let other people change too, and you shouldn't hold grudges, and yeah. give people second chances. Right. And when you love Zena, you love her forever. 
<laughs> I think that's the real lesson. <laughs> that's the main takeaway from this episode for me. Yeah. We love Xena forever. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, if you like what we're doing here, please like, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher, mm-hmm. wherever you get your podcasts. You can see all of our hilarious visual content on yes. Facebook and Instagram. We post as Iatawag underscore the Xena podcast. That's I-A-T-O-A-G underscore the Xena podcast. Iatawag stands for In a Time of Ancient Gods. The Xena podcast. You may have realized. (laughs) Um, And we also have our Patreon. We've been getting some Mm -hmm. new subscribers, which is so awesome. And we're so thankful. Yes. Haley's been making some really hilarious art to send Mm -hmm. out to people. Uh, Hard copies. Hard copies. We've been working on some cool memes. Mm -hmm. So you can find us on Patreon also at In a Time of Ancient Gods and Iadawag, the Xena podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. We have so much fun doing this, and yes. it just means the world to us that you guys enjoy it, too. So well, thank you. thanks for watching Xena, too. No, thank you all for watching Xena. Tell everyone to watch Xena, <laughs> and then to listen yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> or reverse, whatever. I know. So whatever you want to do. Our goals here are just to make sure more people are watching and talking about Xena, so yeah. we have more people to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, help us out. Yeah. Make sure all your friends and family watch Xena. Yeah. It's like our pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> you will feel better. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, until next time. Wait, 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 wait. Jeremy Roberts 7. Oh, Haley. <laughs> we almost forgot. I almost Thank forgot you so it. much. I almost forgot it. <laughs> Jeremy Robert 7. Tell me what it's all about. <laughs> So our actor, Jeremy Roberts, who plays Thersites, yes. I looked him up. Uh-huh. He has done a lot of character acting I in the 90s, mm-hmm. our favorite kind of acting. Mm-hmm. And so he was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh. And he played Kakistos, who was a cloven-hooved ancient Greek vampire. Oh, my God. Who killed Faith's watcher. <gasps> He, and he was so old, his hands, his legs, and feet were cloven, and he was stuck in vampire face. So this makes me think, maybe yes. Thersites succeeded after all. Yes, he and got the ambrosia. May have gotten the ambrosia. He mm-hmm. fell. As- he fell asleep. He died in a secret cave, <laughs> a magical secret but, cave with ambrosia. But you can use ambrosia to, if you anoint your corpse, yes. you could possibly come back to life. Maybe <gasps> so. Maybe the va- and if it was actually the vapors and not. Yes. The when they released itself. it into the lava, but all those, yeah, and all those vapors were coming out of it, mm-hmm. um, even like where he had died slash fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. It was in that like ether vapor thing. Oh my god! So I believe it a hundred percent. I believe I it too. Wouldn't, okay, I wouldn't put it past Thersites. So Thersites. 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 Kakistos. Kakistos. I changed my name. Also, Kakistos. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely what it sounded like. He was also he was Kakistos in the video game as well. Really? Yeah. That's fabulous. He did news. other stuff too. But that I'm was so the proud big of him. And I me. think those frosted tips slash entire frosted spiky hair. <laughs> His made little frost. him prime for both roles. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks guys. Thank you. Thanks for the extras. <laughs> should we? Well, should let's we, do it again. <laughs> should we? 
What do we do now? Okay. We should start a multi-level marketing scheme with Cena. Yeah. The center. I agree. <laughs> and then get sued. 